Delta Green, the role-playing game is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doomvision are playing Extremophilia, a scenario set in the world of Delta Green. Extremophilia was written by Shane Ivey and published by Arc Dream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information for this episode will be listed in the description. we met we um we uh visited the coroner Mm -hmm. and made him quarantine um you spoke to the sheriff about uh meeting up with him later to talk about detective jacobs and uh and you guys made your way to the green box finally found your way there um it was a struggle a little bit of a struggle yeah uh is there anything i'm missing when kevin doesn't know which way his box is hidden. Um, we also kind kind of quarantined the coroner's office. We sent Miss Janet home and yeah. locked it up and mm-hmm. trying to keep that somewhat secure. We have Janet established that this is an airborne type flora. You can be infected. Um, Probably by contact, too. So, uh, all right. So let's just jump right in. So you open up this green box. Uh, and a green box is a term for anything that contains supernatural things. It's not just, it doesn't have to be a box. It could be a trunk. It could be anything. It's it's a type of... Yeah, it could be like a warehouse, even. Yeah, it could be a whole warehouse. It could be anything. They just refer to it as a green box, Delta Green box. Can, can we pause and just say how beautiful your hair looks when the wind blows through it? Does it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get any bonuses to your rolls. You don't get any boners to your rolls, buddy. It's plus 10. <laughs> you got to bounce it off your wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Giving myself a boner, boner to my role. I need right. fluffer. Where's the fluffer on set? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right. So you guys uh, make your way out into the trees. You open up this thing, Jess. You fucking just with that, rip that thing apart um, with your fucking huge guns. I had to work it out. I'm like hanging on your muscles. I'm like, oh my god, it's so hot right now. <laughs> and um, so you uh, open it up, and you notice it's just full of stuff. Guys, um, it's full of stuff. Anything good? There is a cardboard cardboard box full of loose mouse traps. 
That's Kevin, it. come here. Put the. Come here. Let me see your balls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make a persuade. No. Done. You said it. <laughs> it's canon. Oh, that's a fail. 90. <laughs> Don't you dare check 90 that over box, 70. son of a bitch. I am checking the box. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm not putting my balls in the mouse trap. But what if you did? <laughs> what this else? is a real, this is like real life right now. <laughs> Um, you the see, camping conversation all over again. You see one fully operational M72A2 law rocket. Six thermite grenades in a crumbling wooden shipping crate. These are not high explosives, but are meant to destroy materials such as en- engine blocks and armored doors. Uh, if anybody... I mean, you just know that. Um... Actually, does anybody have uh, demolitions, heavy weapons, or matili- ma- matili- ma- military, military science? science? Matilitary? Uh, I have... No. Sorry, I gave you guys some info that you needed those skills to have, but whatever. It says it, they can be used underwater. You Google them. Hey, guys, these can be used <clears throat> underwater. I have a high intelligence. Okay, there you go. Um, there's a heavy wonder. chunk of sandstone. On one side, is there? there's a military dog tag that's badly warped. Um, embedded in a patch of some other kind of mineral that is fused with the sandstone. Can I read the dog tag? Heavily warped. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not really, you can't really see the, uh, unless you have a 60 search or a 50 archaeology. Hey, I have a 61 search. Oh, I do too. Okay. Or a military science C, or a military science at sixty, or I archaeology, 60 search. science, geology. Sixty. Any of those skills? They may have a sixty search. The girls do. Okay, um, you uh, you're able to discern letters, so it's like I D G E. Then the next line is A T H A N. Next on, line hang is I D. I-D-G-E. Next line. A-T-H-A-N. Next line. T-H-E-W. Nathan something. Next line. 5-42. Next line. N-I. So then, like, it looks like the left half of all of those are, like... Something Nathan Matthew. Yeah. Um. Midge. Midge Nathan Matthew. All you're able to really discern is just what it says. So, and this is this. So, this just to preface, this is I'm just telling you what's in here, but mm-hmm. it does. It's not like it's going to be what like. Oh my God, we got to really focus on that. This is like from other operations, other things. Yeah, Handler Kevin tells you this. Yep. Um, but and I would say like, uh, be careful. Um, some of this stuff can be pretty volatile. We don't know exactly what's in here. This one's pretty old. Um, there's a battery-powered Milwaukee sawzall and a selection of blades for cutting metal and masonry for f- uh, for butchering large game. I'm going to go ahead and pick that bag up. The sawzall? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Um, a this set could of, be useful, guys. A set of three glass bottles with corrosive warning labels on them. They are identical um, in use to Molotov cocktails, but with powerful acid substituted for the incendiary compound. 
So it's like a fucking acid cocktail. I want that. It's kind of yeah. sweet. <laughs> There's three um, of them. Thrown as a weapon. Um, one requires an athletics roll and inflicts 1d10 damage with a radius of one meter. Um, and don't fumble. Uh, so yeah, 1d10 damage with a radius of one meter. Um, with an athletics roll. So like, put that in your equipment. Like, make sure you guys are filling out your equipment. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a set of British Army ECBA enhanced combat body armor in desert camouflage. Uh, in the pockets, which would hold uh, strike plates back and front for protection against high-velocity projectiles, are two hard copies of Peter F. Hamilton's 1997 novel, The Neutronium Alchemist. Um, these, uh, this body armor um, has an armor value of four. So that's a plus four to your... And it, it's one set, so yeah, it's a it's a plus four. It, it's like damage reduction. So if if something hits you, like for a bullet, two? if a bullet, yeah, it would reduce that by so, four. So if you if you take like a d six of damage, like a six damage, reduces it by four. Yeah, you would only take two points if um, you got shot. I already have a tactical vest. Okay. Kept learning it, so you or me, boo. Go ahead. I do have another vest. We we get issued two vests: one that goes underneath clothing and one that goes over the top. I'm just gonna be cheering y'all on. Well, you're a doctor, too. Do you want the underneath clothing one? Sure. Okay. Um, and the last thing that you find is a 1980s tape deck containing a tape labeled Star People. The battery compartment is ruined due to some leaky old batteries, but it has an adapter cord that can be plugged into a power socket. Star People. Yeah. Is there any power in here? Uh, no, no. So this is something like if you wanted to... If you wanted to take it, you could. We'll take it. Okay. Star cord? Star people. people. The star people. It's, just, it's a tape that says star people. Are the grenades in a box? Um, yeah. Um, they are... Like six thermite, a- uh, yeah, in a crumbling wooden shipping crate. Let's stick those in the trunk. Sure. God, you just went G.I. Jane on us. Well, if we're going to have to be disposing of bodies and this shit is airborne, we might need this. I think we should have just offed them all and walked into the sunset. You talk a big game, my love. So, so did you guys take the um, rocket? I mean, we might as well. Okay, so you guys just load up with, like, we'll grenades just, and we'll rockets. We'll just put it in, okay. in the trunk. Okay. Kevin, do you think we're going to need all this shit? I don't know, maybe. Have you ever used one of these rockets? Yeah, totally. What? <laughs> You're so full of shit. What? I totally have. I'm with the FBI. Kevin. I've done a lot of shit. Okay. Is your name Bond? James Bond? Real mature. <laughs> I throw, I sling the rocket over my shoulder. Let's bounce, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> As um, fucking the Who plays in the background. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> um, it's go time. Put on my sunglasses. Right, David Caruso. Uh, guys, I want to hear what's on this tape. I don't know. It's just professional inquiry at this point. But this arche- archaic piece of technology. Who is anybody's? Did we really grab an 82 Honda? Because this would be the perfect time to use the cassette tape. 
Are we in my Jeep? I mean, if we were driving up into the mountains, probably. Yeah. So that does not have a tape deck. Sorry. It has 8-track. <laughs> Alright, so, um... Where, what do you guys want to do next? Did you want to talk to the sheriff? Yeah, we need to talk to the sheriff. Um, okay. And then at some point, we need to go check out the Jacob's house. house. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So you guys drive all the way back to into town. Um, it's uh, getting to be like, you know closing time so like if you want to talk to the sheriff it's getting to be like the end of the day yeah so it, it won't take long yeah okay so alright so you guys make your way back to Sheriff Leo Potter as son Harry alright make his make our way to his office and catch him as he's probably packing his stuff up so um yeah uh, oh uh, yeah I'm I'm glad you uh, decided to show up I wasn't sure if you were gonna make it. sheriff good to see you again oh yeah yeah absolutely so uh, tell me what's going on didn't you have a southern accent on the phone yeah I still do <clears throat> <laughs> it's here <laughs> anyway tell me what's going on well sheriff and I'm gonna pull out her, my credentials show them just just you know safe side oh, okay yeah uh, so you're working with the FBI now yeah is that right? so we're we're on the inquisition panel for deputy Jacobs death um as we, as you know it has to be an external investigation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but we found some abnormalities with his body well I did hear I hear I heard I did hear he was um uh, he came under some poisoning or something Right? Yeah, and right. so we are in are touching base with everyone who has been in contact with his body since his death, which you were one of the first on scene, along with uh, HPD. So we wanted to make sure we we needed to get in touch with you to see how you're feeling. Are you feeling ill at all? Uh, no, no, I'm feeling just fine. Would you mind if our doctor t- took a look at you? Uh, no, no, go ahead. absolutely go right ahead. Okay, I'll do a quick little examination, temperature, mouth, eyes, vitals. Um, and he's, vitals. he hasn't been exposed as far as you can tell. Doesn't feel sick, he's not feverish, he doesn't feel weird. Well, Sheriff, you know, this is just a precaution we have to take. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm sure you heard, you know, since he works downstairs, but uh, Coroner Holsey, he, he was exposed. So we had to effectively quarantine him to his home. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, good, good thinking. We do just you, wanted to make sure. Do you know? Did any of your deputies that were on scene or any HP HPD HPD? Do you know if any of them that were on scene have called out sick, felt ill? Uh, you'll have to talk to uh, my sergeant Hayes. He, okay. he can tell you more. Okay. Um, yeah, he 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 would he would know. Um, when you found when when you arrived on scene, where was uh, Deputy Jacobs' body located at? Uh, well, it was at his home. Okay. And um, he had passed. Uh, his wife was it a welfare check, or did she discover him? She discovered him. Yeah, and um, you know it's real sad. She's seven months pregnant. 
And I'm assuming she's still at the home. Um, yeah, yeah. But thank you for that information. That it's going to be really good to know, actually. Do you have her contact information? Oh yes, uh, yeah, I can get that to you. Okay. Um. Approximately, how many officers were with you that night? Um, it was me, um, Sergeant Weiss, Sergeant Hayes, um, and uh, we had our new uh, forensic guy, uh, Chad uh, Kenyon. He's he's fairly new. Is he still in his probationary period, or did he transfer? Um, he's, he's fairly new. He um, he graduated. This is one of, you know, he's only been here a couple of months. Did he come from out of area? Um, Yeah, yeah. Uh, he came from um. Okay, uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to look at you since you're writing everything down. That, that might be a person of interest, bringing outside biomes into the area. Sheriff Potter. Yes, sir. Did you just turn into Tim Walker for a second? <laughs> Sheriff Potter. His southern accent is really rubbing uh, off on me. He looks at your thing. Uh, Green, what's your position? Project uh, manager. Agent Green. Yeah, Agent Green is fine. You you may call me Agent Green. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Uh, hi, Sheriff Potter. A- Agent Green. Hi. FBI. Nice to meet you. Uh, so what we're dealing with has the potential to be a concern of uh, national security. So we would appreciate that um, we have the lead on this case and that you and your fellow officers and investigators um, relinquish any information that you have regarding this uh, case to us. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I have assigned Eric Hayes, our sergeant, to uh be with you as you do your investigations. Uh, respectfully, sir, this is a matter of national security. Um, we will report any findings that concern your department with uh, Hayes, but at this time, we will be conducting this investigation alone. Well, I must insist, as you know, as you know, um, you know, you're in my backyard. I understand that, Sheriff, but from a doctor's perspective, we cannot risk further exposure. We have the proper equipment and our precautions, and this could potentially expose your officers to something. So, I'm in a level, like, Leo, this is Jess talking to you right now. This is of the utmost importance. I know that you want to be in the know, and trust me, you will be. But it's paramount that we are unhindered when we do this, because this is unknown territory, and it is rapidly growing. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be approaching you in such a personal manner if I wasn't serious and insistent about this. Uh, what's your guys' persuade? 70. Let me look. 20. <laughs> okay, so, and uh, and with your Officer 70, Potter, with your 70, sir, he goes, sure. you know, I, yeah, 
you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep you guys on the. Uh, and and we'll inform you along the way. Every step of the way. And anytime something you have, concerns, you have my contact your... information, Leo. All right. All right. I don't want to put any more officers at risk. We already lost one. You're right. All right. Well, um, yeah. Why don't you go talk to uh, Hayes anyway? I'll I'll keep him on the job, and um, he uh, he do would you know, know what you could do for us. Can you station an officer outside of the coroner's house to make sure that he does not leave? Yes. Yeah. Sure. He's That's a good quarantine. idea. If it's as serious as you guys say, then sure. Yeah. And if he leaves the house, please inform. Your I'll shoot him. De- no. <laughs> inform your dep- deputy to not come in contact. Don't get out of the vehicle. Don't do any of that. Just call us. That deputy cannot come into contact with the coroner. All right. That is imperative. All right, we'll do. We'll we, do. We appreciate your cooperation and uh, teamwork on this to keep uh, all the residents of Helena safe. All right, sounds good. All right, thank you. Make sure you talk to Hayes about what uh, Jacob was up to. He uh, he spoke to him. Yeah, let's go talk to him next. <clears throat> Is he on the the next shift? Like, no, he's out there right now. Okay, he's um, yeah. So he's out in the okay. bullpen, as they say. So, this is um, a news reporting station. <laughs> I don't know. It's checking the stocks. <laughs> Stonks. They don't call them. They don't call it a bullpen. In the, in, I don't think so. In, I, they do in Hollywood anyway. <laughs> All right. Let's in the go corral. I got some calves in the corral. <laughs> is that you, Dixie? Dixie Normus? <laughs> That's my stage handle. <laughs> That's my statement for when I do drag. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the sheriff does drag. <laughs> Good for him. I'm going to get some calls. I'm going like to get pulled over, and he's going to be like, I heard what you said. No, that was Potter. Old Sheriff Potter pulling you over. All right, let's Classic. go find Hayes. Okay. So, all right, so you walk out there. He's just right in the office there. Um, yeah. Deputy Hayes, maybe we have a minute with you. Yeah, sure. What can I do for you? Uh, can we talk somewhere a little more private? Um, okay, yeah. Um, we have a room over here we can talk to. Talk, we can talk if you'd like. All right, let's, let, let's head over to that so room. You guys are with the FBI, is that right? We are with the FBI, and we're currently wow. conducting a, an investigation into uh, one of your former fellow officers. And we just have a couple questions to ask you. Uh, I'm going to let uh, Agent Peterson question you here, though. Hey there. So, yeah, I'm on this task force, so I'll be working with the FBI for, for a bit. Um, so you were also on scene when when Deputy Jacobs was discovered? Uh, yeah, 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 I was, yeah. Okay. Um, so you are going to be one of our contacts so that the county can stay in the know. Uh, essentially, what we have is an ongoing investigation into the uh, matter of Deputy Jacob's death and the uh, means of his death and right now we have a lot of abnormalities that are happening but it's something that we need to keep very discreet so of course we wanted Sheriff Potter to be in the know and then you are also going to be one of our contacts and I'm sure the undersheriff will probably be one of our contacts as well um but 
This is something that we have not encountered before, so discretion is paramount. We, yeah, of course. Yeah. So we. Well, was that? Not to interrupt, but Jacobs was one of my friends. If there's anything I can do to help, let me know. Are you feeling ill? No, no, I, I'm feeling all right. Would you mind if our physician checked you out? Sure. And yeah, do a little, and then, yeah, and he, he's fine. Okay. Give him the spiel. Yeah. Did you come into contact with him? Did mm-hmm. you? Yeah. All that good stuff. Can you describe what you saw at the scene when you found his body? Um, you know, just nothing weird. He's just collapsed. He was real sick, and uh, when I went in there and. He was just laying there, and How do that's you, it. Do you know if he had gone to Butte recently? No, I don't think so. Um, do you know how long he was sick before he died? I don't know. I I don't know. Um, he, I think he got sick in like the last couple of days, last two three days. Um, he. Uh, I wonder if it was that guy. What guy? Oh, yeah. Uh, he came in. Like he came in the other night, and he reeked like puke. Like, and he said somebody puked on him. Uh, so he was out in the. But I got the. Vi- I got his video if you want. Um, That'd be great. Yep. Body cam footage uh, and his car. If you want to take a look, I can show you. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. <clears throat> also, um, we all kind of laughed. Uh, laughed it off though. We didn't really think it was anything serious. We just thought he was a drunk guy. Do you happen to have his booking information if he was booked at all, or what's his name ran? That's the weird thing. You're going to have to watch the video. Something kind of weird happened there. Okay. Um, also, this would be a weird question. Do you have a, a, an electric outlet I can plug into really quick? Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. Is this really the time for star people? Maybe. <laughs> have oh. you been into contact with his <clears throat> wife at all? Um, you said you were a friend, so I didn't know if you yeah, just checked the day up we on pi- her. Just the, the day we picked him up. Do you know if she seemed ill? Mm, I didn't really notice. No. Any was... children in the home other than the one she was expecting? No, this was their first child. Sad. It is sad. Bummer. Bummer. <laughs> um. So yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, he was on patrol. He called in. Um, he thought so. Somebody was walking out in the rain. Um, and then a couple minutes later, he reported in that all was well. But uh, after he passed, I was going through some of his footage, and this is kind of weird. So, um, but here, yeah, well, we can pull it up. And he he pulls up like a computer, and pulls up like this video. Mm-hmm. And so, what you see when you watch the video is um, there's a man without a coat soaking wet head to toe walking in the rain he's about 30s or 40s he's wearing business attire he looks pale and very ill um he walks he's he's walking but he's the cop pulls up Jack, Jacobs pulls up gets out um you can see on the footage and he says um to the man you know hey you alright buddy uh, you got any ID on you and the man was like quiet and was just like looking at him and he's like um uh okay uh can, do you got a name for me and the guy's like no no I, I don't know what 
what are you talking about? And um, he's just like, are, are you okay, buddy? Have, how, have you had anything to drink? And the man says, drink? And you know, he just keeps asking him these regular questions, and the man just keeps going like, just confused. And so uh, Jacobs, he goes and grabs this emergency blanket, and he wraps him in it. And he's talking, and um, he walks the man back to his car to sit in the back seat and just leaves the door open while he talks to him. And uh, so he's like, so, uh, and then all of a sudden the man's just like, blah, just pukes all over him, right? Just projectile puking all over him. And you see Jacob like, God damn it, you know? And uh, here, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go ahead and call an ambulance to get you, get you some help. And he reaches for his radio. And all of a sudden the man goes, stop. And then Jacob stops. And he says, um, the man sitting together says, why don't you forget about all this and let it go? And Jacob's hand still here goes, gets really still and quiet. And then the man gets up and walks away. And after about two minutes, Jacob gets back in his car. And that's when he must have told dispatch that nothing was up. So, Deputy Hayes, between your knowledge of of people around the, in the community and my knowledge of people in the community, did the man in the suit look familiar? Did you possibly positively ID'd him, if at all? Um, you know, um, no, but uh, we 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 yeah we we don't know who he, who he is. We thought it was kind of weird once we watched this, but. Um, you know what they have nowadays, though, is that we have a clear image of this guy's face. Might be able to send this off to Quantico if you guys want. Yeah, we need to do some facial recognition and see if we can get a hit. Yeah, that's, you know. Is that something you can do? You have access to yeah. military programs? Yeah, I can I can definitely. Okay. Uh, and you know it would probably take about, about a day. You can get it tomorrow. Um, Okay. Where where was this? Where was this this call taken at? Um, where was the like? I viewed it as a last chance gulch. Like that's where yeah. I was watching this happen in my yeah. head. I viewed it like down by like the gold bar. No, northbound, like side of the highway, uh, like coming in from Butte. Uh, yeah. So, um. I don't know. You guys make up a place that you could be. I, I, I just like saw this this guy like stumbling downtown yeah. on Last Chance Gulch in the rain. Yeah, like walking over the... Well, uh, then, then County wouldn't have been called. Well, I don't think he was called. He was just driving past and saw us. Yeah, he was on patrol and saw this guy walking around in the rain without a coat on and stumbling around and stuff. So, okay. um, yeah. Hmm. Sting. We need okay. to find that guy. In the meantime, I think we need to quarantine Jacobs' house, too. We need to go talk to her first. Talk to his wife. See if she has any symptoms. Yep. Okay. All right. So, um, do you guys want to do this tonight? It's, it's about... I don't know. I'm going to say it's like six, seven. 
Kevin, I want to go home and bang my wife. Oh, okay. All right. Can let's, we role play it? Let's role play it. Bring the go. Take these microphones to the bedroom. <laughs> Here's my concern. I feel like we need to do this one last thing before the end of the day because if she goes out between the time that we stop and get to the house, she could potentially expose other people. So if she needs to quarantine, we need to lock her down now, okay. and then we can be done for the day. Let's get let's get Hayes to give us the red and blues, the cherries and berries, all the way. To the whoop whoop. Yep, to the house and. <laughs> okay. And if she's in any state of crisis, I am trained to de-escalate. So, with a bullet. <laughs> Do I look like Vanessa Michelson? My, My gun, gun only, only cocks in, in one volume. volume. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a fucking shirt. It was epic. Admit it. Yeah, so I think I think we'll try it. Yeah. I mean, this is the last lead we have. I guess we're kind of done after this. So, uh, unless y'all want to go to Butte, we all know that there is shit growing in the Berkeley pit. Like, there, that is not a surprise. That is public information. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you guys make your way to um, making our way Jacob's house, uh, Deputy Jacob's house. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is um, Casilda. <gasps> the uh, his widow now is named Christina. Do I know her? Hazmat suits. Before we go. Yeah. Hazmat suits. Okay. Hazmat suits. Um, all right. So you don some hazmat suits. Okay. This is going to be jarring for a woman that's seven months pregnant. Should we call in advance and let her know that we're coming? I'm sure she's been... That's just going to give her more anxiety until we show up. Well, and I'm sure she's had to talk to a lot of officials so far. All right, I ain't catching no baby tonight. All right, so you get those hazmat suits on, then you make your way over to her house, and who knocks on the door? I I will. Okay. And... Let me be the man. I know you're the doctor, but let me be the man. So you open the, or she comes to the door. Wait, you open the door. <laughs> I'm I like how you're going to put it. your wife in. <laughs> I got it. I'll, I'll knock on the door. Just hold her in front of you. Yeah. Meat right. shield. She opens the door and you see Christina Jacobs. Jacob. It's weirder without the S. Jacobs and she says how can I uh, help you hi Miss Jacob Mrs. Jacob we're with the FBI okay why are you in suits is there a role I can make to like discern her anxiety level Um, (laughs) humans like is that would that be like a human to see if like she's uber stressed like ready to you know like claw my face off like a zombie sure yeah make a human okay 58 to fail 58 over 51 check um you don't notice whether or not she's um distressed distressed she looks like she's been crying however what you do notice 
is she is very much not seven months pregnant anymore. Fade to black, and we'll find out what happens on the next episode.